Okay, we are live for the second episode of the Alpha Podcast. Tonight, we are going to be talking about why women are so tough to date. We're going to get into a lot of subjects here. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it. I would be about uh, 20, 20 to 30 minutes, somewhere in that range. All right, guys. Let me cue the intro, and here we go. All right. Sorry about that. Music was a little screwed up there. It was heading in the wrong direction, the audio. Oh, well. Things happen live. Been doing live for a long time. Two, three years now. All right. Welcome to the Alpha Podcast. We are brought to you by Revolution Alpha Coaching. I coach people one-on-one in business, dating, long-term relationships, marriage, divorce, health, fitness, and anything else you can think of. It's kind of a life coach thing. It's kind of a perspective thing. Sometimes we all need to ask ourselves the right questions. Sometimes we need a third party to listen and talk it out and just bring the big picture perspective. And sometimes we just need a kick in the ass or the balls. I'm here for you. All right, everybody, if you want to get a hold of me, you can go to linktree slash revolution alpha, or you can go to revolution alpha coaching at gmail.com. All right, <clears throat> let's get the show on the road, as they say. All right, and you can chat to me. Um, I see chats. If you want to write something to the show, I will see them on the side here. I may not always uh, respond, but I probably will see them. So I, other shows that I work, uh, I have people that are watching the chat boards, but not this one. So, all right. <clears throat> so we're going to talk, we're going to uh, start off with a little, uh, a little blurb that I found. Okay. It says, I watched a Ted talk. You know what a Ted talk is? It's, um, this, this thing on stage where they do technology, education, design type of stuff. People bring new ideas to the stage. Okay. So I went to a Ted, I watched a Ted talk of this woman who was in her early 30s and she was complaining about not being able to find a husband. She had a list of about 50 things she wanted in a man. 50, five zero. She wasn't that attractive, acted masculine, was about 50 pounds overweight. She was 5'11 and wanted a man over six foot. But the funniest part was when she said it made her angry when short fat guys emailed her. That's like a pot calling a pot a pot, so to speak, this guy says. So I'm not here 
to pick on women. I'm not. I, I love women. Um, I'm married. Um, I have other shows where we have lots of women uh, who are fans and everything else. So not here to pick on women. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm here to do is protect men and to wake people up, wake relationship people up to see what's really happening in front of you. It's called red pilling. Okay. So what red pilling is, is it's starting to see the real, real truth of what's going on in front of you, not living the comfortable lie, but seeing the uncomfortable truth and then adjusting accordingly. Okay. So when we talk about all this stuff, it's trying to open the mind of what's happening in society, the toxic parts, the things that aren't working, the things to look out for, the red flags, so that you don't keep on getting hurt. You don't keep on hurting your income. You don't keep on hurting your mental abilities. I mean, there's a lot of men out there and women for that, for that matter, who are suicidal from relationship breakups. Relationships can be very toxic, very harming. It can be one of the worst things on earth. I've been in them. I've been in very, very toxic relationships. I've had the trouble of trying to get out of them. It was very tough. So when we talk about why women are so tough to date right now, right? Um, so most women out there, you listen to, uh, you know, young women who go on uh, talk shows and are out with their, their women friends. A lot of them rate themselves way too high. They overvalue who they are. Why do they overvalue themselves? Okay. This is a society thing. Okay. Number one, we've got a feminist movement. Okay. They can do no wrong, so to speak. Number two, social media is out of control. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, for example. Okay. A woman puts a picture up of herself. Okay. Maybe it's a little provocative. Okay. A little sexy. Don't worry. My wife does these all the time. I see the attention she gets compared to the attention I might get when I put a photo up of myself, okay? I may get 10 likes, okay? Maybe a couple of comments, all right? If I'm lucky. My wife, she will get, oh, 100 likes, let's say. She will get uh, 30 comments, and she will get in her inbox another 30 people writing her, probably thirsty men, writing her in her inbox, okay? That's the fact of life. That's the uncomfortable truth. Yet you have to see. There is a difference between genders. No doubt about it. Okay? No doubt about it. You can't argue the, the, the differences in genders. You can talk about how you don't want to be that way, how things you don't want to see them that way. Okay, you can talk that, but it's not, it's not that way. The fact is, this is the way it is. There's a lot of thirsty beta men out there. Men that will tell any woman on the planet, anybody, as screwed up as they are, as drama-filled as they are, as a mess as they are, they'll tell them, you're perfect. You are a perfect 10. Oh, I can't believe how they treat you. How dare they? You are, and why do they do that? Why are they so thirsty? Because they think they're going to get something out of it, okay? Now, women don't just have one thirsty beta male after them. They have 30. They have 300, they have 3,000, they have 30,000, some of them, okay? So when you look at how a woman is brought up in this world, and when they hit their teenage years, they start getting all this attention. 
right? All the way through their, their 20s, they get all this attention, right? From their looks, from uh, other men who are looking to, you know, get something out of it, right? Uh, other women who are trying to support them, right? And telling them, you go, girl. So there's all this stuff going on that men have to compete with, right? We have to compete with this. We go to a dating site and we write them a message because we find them interesting, right? We read through their profile. We uh, look through their pictures. We see a few things that we might not like, but we're going to give them a chance. We write them a nice message and they never write us back. Why? Because their inbox is full to the brim. While this man has maybe one person in his inbox, which is not a person that he finds attractive in any way. So this is the differences between genders, okay? Now, if it's an alpha male out there, right? A player, a guy who's very ultra confident, who's a bad boy, who's just out of prison, what, whatever, they have a different way of getting women. But that's not the typical man out there. The typical man out there is working his nine to five job. He's trying to make ends meet. He's trying to get himself uh, a career that maybe, um, you know, will get him some, some big pay at some point. He's trying to get himself a house. He's trying to get himself a car. He's trying to get himself all these things, right? So that he can bring a woman in and have a support system for her. That's mostly what's going on out there. So what's going on with, with girls and girls? Well, there's a lot of things out there where girls don't like other women. Okay. Women don't like other women. You look at the workforce, you look at it, catty friends, you look at it in the family members, sister versus sister. They're always fighting. They're always hating each other. They're always stealing each other's men. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on there. Not all the time, not every woman, but it's a thing that happens a lot. Women don't like other women. So... What happens is girls sometimes have a lot of men friends. Then you go into a relationship with them and they have all these guy friends around. And you're like, okay, what's going on here? There's a whole dynamic there. You know, <laughs> can guys and girls be friends? It's a big question. I'm not sure about that. I don't know if they could platonically be friends. Most guys and girls, one or the other, likes the other, right? More than just a friend. And they're hanging around in case something happens as a backup. There's a lot of things that go into it. So you got to think about that too. Okay. <clears throat> the big thing is here. Girls make rules for beta men and break rules for alpha men. All right. Let me give you an example. All right. Uh, there's a beta man who is trying to be friends first with her and see if something will happen. Okay. So he finally gets the courage up to ask her out. And she says, I'm sorry. I I'm just so busy this week. I have no time to, to date or go out. I, I just, I can't, I don't even know if I'm in the right mindset for a relationship. And along comes Todd from sales, who's an alpha man who just likes to hook up with her here and there. And she makes time for him that week and they smash. Okay. 
So who wins there, right? Does the beta nice guy who is trying to be her friend and trying to do it the right way win? Doesn't look like it, right? At least in the short term. So women tend to make or break rules for alpha men. Why is that? Because alpha men are confident. They're focused on their own agenda, their own self, their own greatness, chasing what they're chasing. They're not begging for anything. They're not going to try to be their friend. They're not going to go try to be go to their hair appointment with them. So there's all these things where a guy who thinks he's doing the right things by giving in to all these things that the girl wants to do. Oh, you want to come with me and be my gay friend, you know, and go to my hair appointments with me and go shopping with me and all that kind of things, right? And I didn't mean that in a derogatory way, but we've seen those that kind of thing in, in movies before. And then he he sticks around long enough trying to uh, eventually get in a relationship with this girl, do things the right way, be nice to her, uh, give her all the things she wants, right? But it doesn't work. Why? Because the girl needs emotional charge. She needs to feel like you're holding your frame. You are being a man and you're not being a pushover. The guy who's going out with her places, who's doing all the nice things for her, is a pushover. And she doesn't feel attracted to that type of person. So you got to have a little bit of a push about you, a little confidence, a little edge about you, a little bit of cockiness about you. That's how you attract the ladies. You get the ladies to chase after you. Okay. In most cases. Okay. This isn't every case, but this is most cases. All right. So we talked about, you know, social media and imagine being a man getting all of the attention that a woman gets, right? Just imagine yourself that you go to bed at night, you post a picture of yourself. Okay. The next morning you've got a thousand likes You've got girls in your inbox saying, hey, what's up, babe? How you doing? Oh, you're hot. Oh, look at those eyes you got. Oh, look at that chest. You know, imagine all this attention that you're going to get. What's that going to do to you over time? Let's say this happens over a year period of time. You're going to start getting an ego boost. You're going to start getting chemical releases every time you, you put up a photo. You're going to start getting a little cocky. Um, and you're going to feel no lack of attention whatsoever. Okay. So that's what's going on there. You're going to start changing how you view the world. You're going to feel in charge, right? You're going to feel like, oh, this girl, eh, whatever. This girl, oh, she's being nice to me. Okay. You can buy me a meal. That's all right. I'll, you can buy me a meal, but we're not doing nothing. We're, you know, I got, I got two other ones over here. So that's kind of what goes on in a girl's world a lot of ways. You know, you got to watch that. You know, this is, you got to put yourself your shoes on their feet for a minute or what vice versa you put your feet in their shoes and you live their life for a second and you say man that is a different point of view what am i bringing to the table that's going to be so much different than the other men ask yourself that all right uh then you have other women you know saying you go girl it's your world you don't need a man you have that kind of speak out there too right so they're encouraging the woman to be independent. 
and to not want a man in her life. Okay, so you have that to compete with. Then you've got the beta males, as I talked about. You're beautiful, you're perfect, just the way you are. And as bitchy, as rude, as terrible as you treat me, oh baby, you're perfect. You're perfect. Don't, don't, oh, don't worry about it. That's okay. You can treat me. You can you can rough me up. It don't matter. Right? That's what happens out there. So you have all this reinforcement, right? As a man in this world, it's all performance-based. We have to perform in order to get anything near the type of treatment that the woman gets just by being a woman, okay? A young woman, let's, let's call her. Because I had talked about this in the previous episode. Uh, sexual market value, okay? The woman's sexual market value peaks in her 20s, early 20s, okay? That's when she's most desirable. The men's sexual value, market value, is a lot older. Why is that? Because the man becomes more stable, he becomes more confident. He's got his business going. He's got his, he, he's, you know what? And, and part of it is he's got a lot of experience underneath his belt and he's not getting tricked as much. He's not paying as much attention to some of the, uh, maybe girls out there that are, um, doing the, you know, dumber things and whatever. So a lot of the, he's learned a lot of the tricks of the trade. So he's got his game together. And he knows how what he how he should be treated, and he's not going to put up with crap. So he gets a higher value girl at that age. All right. So if a man performs right, he's got a good job, he's got a nice car, he's got his uh, mind together, right? He's thinking a little bit more red pilled. Um, he's just in general a a, a better person in, in his own skin right he's just got everything together he's very confident he doesn't have a lot of weaknesses at this point okay um now you're going to get the respect of girls you're going to be chased they're going to want what you offer when you were in your early 20s you wondered why you couldn't get another 23 year old why why, why don't why aren't they interested in me they're interested in the older men they're, 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 they're in the 30-year-old men, right? Because they get a little bit more stable, a little bit more mature, that type of stuff, okay? Like I said before, my wife is seven years younger than me. So that's, that's just the typical way it goes. All right, so man's got to perform, okay? It's a performance-based world for us men. If we don't perform, we don't get nothing, right? We don't get nothing. We don't get respect. We don't get girls and we were lucky if we get left with our dog, right? That's, that's who our best friend becomes. All right. Then we've got this only fans stuff going on. Okay. So a woman now can make a lot more money than a man in a year's time by doing this only fan stuff. Okay. What's going on in this OnlyFans world? You got women out there bringing in 20000 a month. What are they doing? They're staying in their bedroom or in their house. They're taking a few pictures. Maybe they hire a professional photographer. And these beta men are paying 
I saw one thing that was $40 a picture. Okay, $40 a picture. 1,200 pictures were sold. 1,200 in one day. Add that up. How much money is that woman making from just a photo? Selling a photo. I, I don't understand this, but it seems to be working really well. And it has got to be the most simple job on the planet where you can make that kind of money. It's amazing. So now you're competing with this as well, this OnlyFans stuff. So if you're dating, you start dating this girl, right? She's a really nice girl. You know, you're having a good time. You think you're going to go someplace. And you find out later on that she is an OnlyFans model. Now you got to make a decision here. Am I comfortable with this? She's selling her body online. Am I okay with this? Is this something I want out of my woman, right? So there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. It really can, can turn you off if that's the type of person you are, right? This depends. So you got a lot of competition out there with these, this type of stuff. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little twist on this. I'm going to put a little spin on this. I'm going to make it a little bit more positive than all of these distractions that are going on in the dating scene that's making it so difficult, right? So remember, guys, as you get a little older, as you get a little wiser, maybe you awaken a little bit, get a little red pill thinking in you. You're now okay with the uncomfortable truth. You're living the uncomfortable truth. And you're starting to see red flagged women everywhere. And you're starting to, to gravitate towards the good, right? There's a lot of good women out there. Remember that approach of women. You know, we have a lot of these uh, dating people out there that show you how to pick up women, pick up artists, right? I have one of my red pill uh, part of my YouTube channel here. So what happens is you need to find the energy inside of yourself. It's confidence energy. Right? And I'm reading, writing about this in my book that's coming out. Confidence energy. What is this? It's, it's kind of a non-spoken feeling that you just can protrude out. Right? And if you... I, I do this to my wife a lot. I don't even tell her I'm doing it. But if you focus your energy on somebody, right? Like I look at my wife. She might not even know I'm looking at her yet. And I put my heart, my gut, and I just feel this energy coming out, just protruding this confidence about me. And I look her in the eye. And I don't even have to really say anything, and she might start giggling. It, it brings a woman, I don't want to say to their knees, but it, it definitely, they feel it. They feel flattered. They just don't even know how to, how to handle that kind of confidence, that kind of energy that's coming at them. So there's a lot you can work on internally, just how you approach somebody, how you are around them. What's your stature, right? Where's your confidence coming from? Because if it's coming from your head, if it's analytical confidence, you read a book, you're going to try all these dating tips on her, right? 
Well, you're now thinking and then saying. That's not emotion. Women react to emotion. Okay. So if you are going to say things and they're just scripted, it ain't going to work. They're not going to, you could go up to the woman and, and tell her the best compliment in the world. You could say, oh my God, you were just so beautiful. I can't believe that I ran into you. Your eyes are just amazing. And they could say, oh, thank you. And walk away. And you're like, wow, wow, really? That's it? She just walked away, huh? Well, you didn't, you didn't give her the confidence energy. Now, maybe she had something else going on, but there's also the chance that you didn't give her a space to stay, give her a space to feel. And if she feels your energy, might be a whole different ball game there. And I know we do a lot of online stuff now, but you're still going to want this when you end up going out uh, on an actual date. When you're hanging out with her and you're going to want to show her that you have a lot of confidence that you know how to to use your energy to affect her that's big that's powerful and then the other thing is we talked about frame before i'm writing about frame in my book and frame is kind of a big thing right now in the man zone community Okay, what is frame? It's your a picture frame. Okay, picture that. Okay, a picture frame. The woman is the artwork in the middle. Okay, the beauty. Because women really are beautiful and they are amazing if they're in your frame. They're not going to always be happy. They're, they're going to fight you sometimes. They're going to they're gonna test you, consciously or subconsciously, to see if you're going to hold frame. Is this man a real man? Or is he just a fake man? And as soon as I give him a hard time, he's going to break frame. And, it, and, and then you're going to be playing in her frame. You're going to be inside her picture. So holding frame for her is a hugely important thing as a man. It's a big thing. I watched my father do it for years with my mother. I think they've been together 40 some years. And I've watched in amazement sometimes as my father holds the frame. You know, and I'm like, man, I don't know if I could ever do that. And then I learned, but it took a lot of time. So there's a lot of things you can do to help combat, you know, all this distractions, all these things that are against us out there, right? All these things we talked about, you know, the, the beta males out there, thirsty males that are giving them all their money for pictures, the performance-based world that a man has to live in, he has to perform in order to get the attention that a woman would get. The, the OnlyFans, the social media, the, you know, just it goes on and on and on, the things, you know. So, build yourself. 
Create your greatness. Chase your greatness. Be on a mission. And if you're on a mission, you're not getting distracted by drama. And then when you're out with somebody, when you have time for somebody, when you make time for somebody, maybe they chased you. But if you made time for somebody, you're going to be confident. You're going to have that confidence energy. And you're going to hold your frame. And that's going to be a very important part of dating these tough women. And then she's going to find respect for you. And you're going to find respect for her. And it's going to be a dance, right? That's what we all look for. The harmonious dance between man and woman. It's wild sometimes. You got to hang on. But if you hang on there, you hold your frame, you have that confidence energy, and you do as little bit of that beta part of you that comes out. Every once in a while, I have beta come out of me. And my wife hates it. She don't like that. She's like, where's my man? Right? This is how we train ourselves, men, to uh, deal with these tough waters in the dating scene. All right. And that's going to conclude this Alpha Podcast. I believe the next Alpha Podcast will be called The Coach's Corner. We're going to have a couple other coaches on. They do a little bit different stuff than I do, but it's going to be a neat uh, chemistry uh, to see how we all coach to get uh, uh, different way, different ways and how we are similar and how people and clients react to our coaching styles. We're going to throw out a little a couple examples there and you're going to get some free advice out there uh, for from some really great coaches in the world. All right, guys, thank you for joining me. This is the Alpha Podcast. Remember, you can find me if you want one-on-one -on -one coaching at linktree slash revolution alpha that's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash revolution alpha or you can email me at revolution alpha coaching at gmail.com all right everybody thank you for joining me we'll see you next time for the alpha podcast